0: Welcome to the podcast where relationships, confidence, and determination all converge into an amazing heartfelt experience. This is Speaking from the Heart. Welcome back to episode number 41 of Speaking from the Heart. Today we're going to talk about something that is really personal to me and I'm sure is personal to you as well, which is dealing with grief when you least expect it. Now, I'm not simply talking about grief that naturally happens after a loved one or somebody that you truly, deeply care about passes away, but sometimes that unexpected, out-of-nowhere, out-of-body experience that occurs, which saps you of all your energy, your drive, and your motivation to keep moving forward, especially when others depend on you to do some of the things that they often rely on you to do. Too often, I think that we have these events happen to us because we're not adequately prepared for when those out-of-body, out-of-nowhere experiences do happen. And I think it's really important to set up a plan or a strategy to help you to overcome those moments when they show up and when you least expect it. I know for me personally, even before I started my business, I was experiencing this quite a lot in my own life. Out of nowhere, especially when sitting at my cubicle at work, or even dealing with some of the day-to-day activities that we often do as chores to make sure that we can continue living the best version of ourselves, I know what had happened to me was oftentimes something that was unexplainable. It would be a warning from my body that I needed to start paying attention to some of the other things that were happening in my life, or it was going to shut me down permanently. And it was not going to be pretty when it does shut me down. And I know that for many of us, we might ignore those sort of tendencies, especially if they are coming out of nowhere, because they have no sort of scientific explanation, no medical evidence to back it up. But those are the times in which we should be really paying attention to what is happening amongst us and in our lives, because it might be the warning signs that we least expect. I remember this a month before even starting my business in which I was sitting on my couch and I was just laying down and not having that energy level to really pick up and continue doing what I was doing. Now, there's a lot of things that happened in my life around that time, even before opening the business, which included separating from a lot of activities because I knew that I was going to be entering this new adventure and there was a lot of nervousness and insecurity behind it. But there was also this feeling of worthlessness that was waves of just depression and anxiety happening in my life. Now, you have to keep in mind that in past episodes, I've talked about this sort of experience, but not in the depth in which I'm explaining it now, in which all those things, those bricks that I was carrying essentially in my life that were never being addressed, were actually causing some of the manifestations of pain, anger, frustration, And sometimes even being overworked to overcompensate for somebody else's lacking of respect, energy levels, and ability to do what they should be doing as well. I have learned that throughout even this past several months of opening my business and even talking to some people about some of the common struggles that go alongside of it, that we all go through these tribulations, these issues when we're entering different phases of our lives. When we are getting ready to be prepared for what is yet to come, we have to be ready for what might be some of the side effects that go alongside of it. Being able to be prepared for it, though, is something that I have been learning to cope with and be able to create some strength points, especially when those sort of moments happen in my own life. One of the very first things that I was able to do as a result of just figuring out what was going on is actually dealing with some new ways in which I can cope with it when it comes out of nowhere. So I want to share what some of those things are that might be helping you to get to that other side. One of the first things that I learned, especially in the medical profession, is to make sure that you're always doing your routine checkups. Now, I know that for many of us, especially as we get older, we are mandated to definitely go into the doctor's office and have a physical and make sure that we're actually taking care of ourselves. But... I think that for many of us, we avoid that because we want to live that full, best version of our lives without having anything that we have to sacrifice as a result of it. We don't want to go through life thinking that we always have to go through these tribulations of having to make some time to go see a doctor and have the doom and gloom news that we often don't want to have passed down to us. But if we're able to give ourselves that investment of actually listening to some professionals when it comes to that, We might be making some inwards to the right direction, which is ultimately why after asking and doing my own research, I was able to find out that I was autistic earlier this year, which has opened so many different doors of possibilities to allow me to understand what are ways in which I can cope with it, but also move forward in a positive direction. One of the other things that I often build into is having some time for myself. For the longest time in my life, I was always on the go. Always doing something that I needed to do time and time again. And it was something that, yeah, it had some importance, but did it always have to be done? Could I skip a week, or a couple weeks for that matter, and resume the life in which I can then continue to build upon some of those aspects of my life that I really wanted to build out if I stayed rested? One of the things that I always seem to be doing now, which has been helping me in the long term is making sure that I build in some quality time for rest. I know that for many of us, rest might seem like we should just do it at night and that we should be having that quality eight hours of sleep or whatever hours of sleep that your doctor recommends. But one of the things that I've learned, even through this experience, is that sometimes our body needs a little bit more sleep than other days than maybe the regular eight hours of sleep. It doesn't mean that you abuse the system because over abusing it can also cause the opposite effect, but it's about learning how you can moderate that rest through not only giving yourself some time to journal, possibly even talk to friends and family that you care about the most and that help you with that vision of yourself that you want to be, but more importantly, planning out the days of your life so that you have more available time to be able to work on some of the things that you truly love doing the most. But when those moments of grief strike you out of nowhere, it can often be debilitating. It can create some of those things in our lives in which we don't want to have happen at all. So when we do have that happen, what do we do? Do we just give up? Do we just say that this is what is happening and I'm going to accept it for what it is? Absolutely not. Sometimes it is good to embrace it, but sometimes it's not good to embrace it, especially when you know and you notice that there's a routine pattern that is happening over and over again. When that does happen, when you have that grief that comes over you that you're not sure where it's coming from, take some time to analyze where it's coming from. It isn't just about what's in your mind that might be poisoning that whole well of what your energy level is, but maybe it's an overexertion. Maybe you don't have enough energy in that well to keep going forward for the present time. But maybe the other thing that you might need to consider is if whether you are surrounding yourself with the people that might be helping you or not helping you to help get to where you need to be. For the longest time in my life, I was ignoring what other people had to say and what they wanted to do in my life to help me because I thought that they were trying to work against me. And it's often about changing that mindset around to say that maybe they are coming from a good place and they really want to see me being taken care of. I think that we could often find ways to do that if we're able to not only plan our days effectively so that we're able to move from one step to another, but what if it would look like if we were able to just put quality work into a set defined time period that we know that we're going to spend that amount of time But then we're going to move on to the next thing after that is done, no matter where we're at at that stage. I've had clients, even in my own business, in which I talk about, not just putting all your energy levels into one place, because you are going to have that moment of not wanting to do everything all at once, because you're not going to be able to do it all. You're not going to be able to handle it all. It doesn't mean that you're not capable of doing it, but our human body is, in the physical sense, only capable of doing a certain level of activity in a certain given time period. Being able to understand that chemistry, which all of us work in different ways in which that operates, can help us to not only focus our time through the scheduling that we're making, but when we don't get the results that we don't have happen all the time, we are able to pivot and maybe take some time at another time to be able to help get to where we need to be. By helping clients understand that, I have seen a dramatic shift in not only the ways in which they're thinking about how to go through their day, but also how they structure their day, whether that's having some sort of software tool that assists them with getting from one place to another. Maybe it's about writing down or taking photographs of some of the things that they've been able to accomplish so they have some sort of a gratitude journal in which they can document those experiences. But the ways in which we're able to do that in which we're able to back off and say to ourselves that we're able to do just a certain number of things a given day, can help to not only increase our productivity, but down the road, allow us to understand when we get to those low points, that we have done a lot. For the longest time in my life, I always thought that I needed to get someone else's validation in order to say that I was able to do X, Y, and Z that I was fully capable of being able to do what I was able to do as a result of all these awesome, great things that people were seeing me do. Whether that was putting something on social media, whether that was texting someone that was really close to me, or I had a love interest that I really wanted to showcase what I was capable of doing, all those things don't necessarily mean that I have to be that type of person over and over again to validate or even create some of those opportunities in my life. It's about accepting who we really are because when we are surrounded by grief, we have to be the ones that are accountable from pulling ourselves out of that grief pool and putting ourselves into a new outfit, something that allows us to feel a lot more comfortable about what we're trying to achieve and what exactly we are doing to achieve it. I know that we have great support systems, and I've talked about the importance of support systems in other episodes and how we need to be able to have those great moments of time with someone to celebrate what we've been able to achieve. But sometimes having those people around 24-7, 365 days a year is not feasible. So having something inside of yourself in which you can have that check and balance so that you're not falling into that pool of despair and not sure of how to create that path forward, you're able, in reality, to overcome it all by yourself. I'm not saying that every single time you need to do it by yourself, because I often caution about how we keep ourselves in this sort of momentum of not just thinking about what we're able to do, but always seem to have this self-reliance that we could do everything. Everything is possible, and for me, truthfully, I have not been able to do everything, and I'm not capable of doing it all. But I always never had that thought until I opened my eyes one day to the possibility that perhaps I can just at least take some steps to say to myself, I don't need to be this way all the time. I know that if I can feel better about who I am, Just by having the right support systems and even having some of the support systems that are built inside of me, I can also be ready for the unplanned activities that often occur without letting anybody else know that I'm going through it. I know that for many of us, this can be something of concern, especially if we see somebody else going through it. And I know that for many parts of my life, I've had people from the outside, later on say to me, yeah, I saw what you were going through, but I was afraid to say anything to you because I didn't want to upset you, frustrate you, or make you feel like you were inadequate. There are people that are just simply not ready to handle that sort of conversation, and that's nothing against them or nothing about what they are as a type of person. But Oftentimes, people that going through that sort of shut-off period in their lives are trying to figure out what it means to move forward, and they have to find that answer for themselves. But you will never know whether they have to find that answer unless you ask a question. Questions are okay to ask, especially since there is no wrong answer. Being able to learn from others to be able to navigate through those grief periods can allow us to grow into great human beings that are capable of doing the impossible. But we have to start somewhere, and asking questions is pivotal to ensuring that you are able to create what you need to create. Because let's face it, there's no one-size-fit-all solution in this world in which we can create. For all kinds of people, wherever they are at, there are all kinds of different answers and solutions to some of those problems or concerns that they might have. And especially if they come out of nowhere, you can't always assume that you have the answer to when they need to have that answer heard. In other words, sometimes even saying what you have to say might be just ignored. But that might be good for some people, and you might be willing to do that, but you can't ignore yourself. You have to understand that when those moments of unexpected loss occur, whether that is somebody that is failing in your life, Whether that is that job promotion that you never got, or if it's that relationship that is broken. Know that you're able to overcome if you're just willing to say to yourself that you're capable of doing the impossible. It is about building supports, and it is about understanding and coping with some of those feelings and emotions that are meaningful, so that you can be the best version of yourself. But it's okay to not be the best version of yourself some days. And it's okay to fall. But what it does mean, though, is that when you have those moments, I hope that you have a system in place that takes care of not just you, but also the people around you. Because you are part of this great big experiment that we're going through, which is called humanity. And I think that you have some of those secrets that we can learn from each other, especially as we build relationships to the best of our ability. And I think that you just trying to just overcome that can be the greatest contribution to what is yet to come. Because I don't want you grieving. I want you thriving. And I would love if you're able to join us in that great experiment. Because you are worth it. And that experiment isn't just about trying new things. But it's about you seeing what you potentially are instead of just laying in bed. Thanks for listening to episode number 41 of Speaking from the Heart, and I look forward to hearing from your heart very soon. Thanks for listening. For more information about our podcast and future shows, search for Speaking from the Heart to subscribe and be notified wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit us at www.yourspeakingvoice.biz for more information about potential services that can help you create the best version of yourself. See you next time.